Fred. Hi. Hi. Welcome to our international English speaking podcast. Thank you to your international English speaking con- contest. Contest. <laughs> you can't. You do, can you win? Is there a prize? A pink a pen. Pink pen. Pink. You win pen. a pink pen. That's uh, Pink Panther, the threequel. I mean, after the sequel, you have the, th- the threequel? third movie. Pink pen. Ter. Yeah, Monster should probably pr- produce that. Probably. Yeah. It's a monster pen, probably. It it's is. not huge. It just says monster yeah. on the pen. Yeah. So it's not a monster size. It's just a monster <laughs> pen. It should be a monster size yeah. pen. It would be way cooler. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. But I feel like that's what I should say anyway. You're just being polite. Yeah. Or um, I, I feel like people get panic when you're just saying, I feel okay. Or I feel... Uh, all right, but I feel good. I think, yeah, mm. things are going a little bit better, a little bit deeper into my own journey. I journey to self, journey to self, or is it out of self? I, I never know. I think it, mm. both things are are correct. Or uh, yeah, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> I'm I nail, I'm nailing it. You, you're nailing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. to hear for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so, I feel like uh, abundance. That's the topic I've shared with Austin. What What is your name on this podcast? Do I don't know. know. <laughs> oh, do sometimes, we have to have like English yeah, yeah. English names? Because What's I sometimes call myself Austin. Do not mock my name in English. And nobody can <laughs> say my name in English. Uh, you know the story of Chuck D, and he would uh, call me Oomph. Wolf. Oomph. Uh, then, uh, like a like a beatbox. Oomph. You need to be called that name then. Then I'm if oof. Chuck D oof. called you that. Yeah, Chuck D called me that, and that's my uh, my. Wolf or oomph. was that when we oomph. had you as a guest? With, yeah, that was one? obviously yeah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> this is our uh, like connection point. Is, uh, is Chuck D? Who else? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I almost forgot. Yeah, but I actually wrote an email to the guy who introduced me. No, uh, wait. Uh, I you know the professor that I had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, was yeah. Uh, the brother? What is it called? Father-in-law. Of yes. Chuck D. Yes. Yeah, I, I emailed him yesterday. Get been, out of town. I, I, yes, I will get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so been for, two or three years. For every person listening that has no idea what you're talking about right now, let's, you know. Oh, let's rewind. recap, recap okay. the whole yeah. thing. We probably told the story in the Norwegian one. Yes. But yeah, here. So the short version is I interviewed, or Chuck D interviewed me in my, I think, first and last. Uh, uh, role as interviewer uh, in student television in Trondheim in the late 90s. Um, and he called me Oomph. And as it turns out, Chuck D is me, me and Fred's connection because you hang, yeah. uh, used to hang out with his father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> his father-in-law was my sort of mentor in an independent study program so i had one teacher and i was the only student and he's a he's retired professor at the school it sounds so cool yeah <laughs> and uh, um i actually had to take this class because i i, I was caught uh, cheating yeah yeah, yeah you cheated nice uh, yeah. And so, so i had to take an independent uh course uh in ethics right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense uh, as yeah. a sanction or a part of the sanction program but the guy he was um uh, 
uh, very uh, uh, he 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 didn't well he, he yeah he didn't like he uh, he understood me and that I was not a bad person and all that mm. uh, uh, and uh, and we talked mostly about this actually or you know spiritual matters he was very deeply spiritually involved person mm. uh, he he had been in he had started a foundation based on uh, Satya Sai Baba. Do you know this guy? He's Is orange. That, he dresses in orange. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With a beard? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Th- or Afro. Afro. Big Afro. Oh, yeah. Not Sadguru. Uh, but okay, he died know. years ago. Okay. And uh, he was a huge guru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway... Uh, this short version is starting to get long. Yeah, it's I getting feel. long now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think that's so, uh, the warm up is very long. Uh, <laughs> so to talk about good. abundance. What does that mean? To <laughs> okay, you? so we get to, didn't get. <laughs> you didn't get to the end. Oh, we skipped the end. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, like there is some. Uh, you even said something about mailing him. But so your mentor, uh-huh. uh, from so you cheated, got a mentor, which was uh, Chuck D's father-in-law. Yeah, yeah. A great, insightful, spiritual guy. Uh-huh. And and uh, so th- that's the bottom line. That's the premise. And then uh, I met you. Yeah. First of all, Chakti is the from uh, the the group called Public Enemy. Yeah. So now everybody knows who we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. And then we met. Yes. Uh, a year later, or so uh, at Austin's place. Yes. And I don't know how we. I mean, it was like after five or ten minutes. Yeah, of we came each other. in. We sort of started Chuck talking D about Chuck D. Was suddenly a topic. So it seems like he is a uh, an important like figure in our shared consciousness. I guess. Uh, yeah. Important guy. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I think you talked about hip hop or music. Yeah, maybe. And, and then, then I like mentioned Chuck, D, Chuck and D. I said like, "Whoa, for yeah. Chuck, that's, Chuck all, that's like the only guy you've." ever met who's famous in hip-hop or have you met other I have people? met other but uh, interviewed like uh-huh. on the TV show been interviewed uh, by but been interviewed by because I freaked out because it oh, turns yeah. out he was a major celebrity and I right. just freaked out and he started interviewing you yes he saved my nervous. ass I was so nervous <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, the, uh, the the camera light went out uh, like during the interviews so I think uh, Anuma who was uh, actually just holding the camera light I think it was just to meet Chuck D, right? Um, the light went out, so it was like dark, light back on. It's a quite an amateurish uh, um, production. I haven't seen it since uh, late 90s, but it's somewhere in the student television archives. There is me interviewing Chuck D. You should ask for it sometime. I should ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's valuable. Yeah. It's got great value for, for the two of us. But you emailed... What's uh, Chuck D's father-in-law's name? Mm. If you can... Um, Hyman. Hyman I'll just say his first name yeah, fi- I don't first know why fine. I fear revealing too much personal details about people but, <laughs> uh, his his name is he, and it's in Santa Barbara so I don't know sounds you perfect you can google do some google work you probably get <laughs> can to track him, him down uh, <laughs> which means only the creeps will probably do it you know? <laughs> that's, the wrong so people will the wrong people take the will work take who, uh, yeah. they will do the google work right but uh uh, yeah. Uh, well, what was it? Are, are we done with it now? Or no? You mailed him. What did you? Yeah. What was? Yeah. Th- or, it took me two or three years to email him. 
And that I, was yesterday. You know, you have these people that you want to say something to. Yeah, yeah, no. Or update yourself to. And it took me two or three years until yesterday when I wrote that email finally. And then now we're talking about was it. Was it because of a lack of abundance? or? Uh, I think probably in a sense it was a lack of abundance <laughs> of... You're trying to wheel Time. it in? Yeah. Get on uh, get on yeah. subject? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Less yeah, yeah. Chunky, more abundance. Uh, so word I, of the day. It has something mm. to do with it, I think. Mm. Uh, abundance. Yeah, that's the word of the day, We, I felt. Because we talked about, uh, Austin and I talked about that the other yeah. day. Yeah. About abundance. Right. And it was pretty, you know, a uh, hot conversation. Uh, I got sweaty. <laughs> uh, was it the weather or was it the conversation? There was a conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty hot though. <laughs> I had ice uh, coffee, so I cooled. Yeah, down. you had you ice coffee. Really I had nothing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so what? Mm. Uh huh. Let's uh, begin. Try to yeah. begin with abundance. Um, I feel like that late, uh, lately, after I came back from Brazil, I was in Brazil for three months, and I came back three, four weeks ago. I had been at uh, John of God. He's, uh, his name is João de Deus Ooh. in Brazil. He's a healer. Um, and the premise is uh, that he's not the healer, but he's a medium. And he's, uh, so he's doing he's mediumship. Channeling, like, he's channeling uh, like 30 entities. Oh. Who are doing, who are, some of them are, are used to be doctors. Okay. That's the premise. So and you went there to Juan no sorry Juan Joao de Dios Joao, or Joao. John of God that's John what of people God. call him yeah like um, hundreds of people are going visiting him wow uh, three days a week and he's been doing it for 50 years so he's the most visited healer and Oprah is a big fan and that means that you're probably doing good work <laughs> <laughs> cool and yeah so I don't know I felt Abundance was one of those things that I suddenly started to allow. Mm. You know the word amen? Yeah, like yes. the, when you uh, say a prayer and then yeah. you say amen at the end. Do you know what it means? Yeah. I guess uh, let it happen. Us? Or let it yeah. unfold. Yeah. Let it happen. Let it come to be or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I feel like maybe amen. I, I think there's a difference between a true prayer and a and a mm. materialistic prayer yeah the yeah. materialistic prayer tend to not work and then uh yeah. i mean uh, depending on where it comes from but a sincere prayer is more like a kind of a surrendering uh prayer yeah. and, and has more maybe to do with uh i invite life to give me uh everything it needs to in order for me to realize uh, whatever I need to realize, in order to become the one I want to be, yeah, and then get what I want and st- so forth, and uh, and let it happen, you know, mm-hmm. like let the abundance happen. That's kind mm-hmm. of how I, yeah, I uh, it's nice allowing. I think that the word prayer is uh, is if you remove all the you know religion stuff about it is. Actually, a really beautiful word in the sense that it is really like it's to me. It's kind of the same as setting an intention in the sense of uh, not from your ego, but from you know connecting to your higher whatever. But uh, it has so many you know, negative uh, 
uh, associations. But if you remove all those, the, the, just the word prayer is really a beautiful. It is kind of opening. Just saying, and the word is actually opening up. You know, uh, versus putting out an intention or uh, you know all these other things. Like yeah. So uh, I remember when I started realizing that the the thing that the word the 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 function of praying, you know, uh, if you're not religious, uh, you're most likely one of those pe- people that just think that's stupid, you know. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. yeah. either you are praying to this beard guy, hoping he will grant you what you need, uh-huh. or you just uh, see the whole concept as something that dumb people, you know, fool themselves to do. But then there is like this totally different, completely different thing, which is actually praying. That what which is what you are talking about. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, like taking your ego out of it. Yeah, and, and like yeah. leaving it up to something outside yeah. of yourself, at least. Yeah, uh, yeah, a sincereness. You experience a sincereness, or uh, it becomes humbling. Yeah, you it feel does, this humble feeling uh, when you're doing it. And but then, I think it's like to me I, I've been through a process where I like for a long time I tried to like always put everything outside of myself in like for the higher good or for for coming to this next version of me but I re- and I, that's powerful but I realized also that what happened at some point is that I used, started using that mechanism to not take control of my life because I was constantly not making the decisions to actually allow it to happen. I was always just pushing things in front of me, uh-huh. hoping that it will happen if it's meant to be. Yeah. So what I've come to now is to see that, okay, that that mechanism is healthy, but it has a opposition to it, which is also needs to be integrated, which actually is, I'm okay with creating that. Uh, right. uh, and I'm going to do my part of it. And then the universe or whatever is doing, inviting it in, mm-hmm. or like you are inviting it in, but you are also the one that has to say yes when it comes, you know, and and do the things and allow the things to actually happen as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, it's funny that we think we're ahead of the game. We mm. think we're in the end of the game. Let's say mm. when I have the realization, oh, it's about making a true prayer and leaving everything uh, out, you know? And then yeah. I feel like, okay, now my life is going to change. And then there's a new thing uh, mm. probably yeah. that you experience later that you need, there's something else you need. There's to do, always. Like, uh, I, I've come to love that now. I, yeah. Before I had kind of hated it because I, I started, okay, when I had this kind of, oh, this is it uh, experiences, mm-hmm. now I kind of, now I'm ahead of the game and now I have control of because I understood these things. Uh, it was really amazing in the beginning. But then I started kind of outsmart life in the sense that, oh, that's going to happen over and over again. And it starts to, to be bad, you know, because it's always the same. Like, uh, now this works. Oh, no, it doesn't work because I understand the next next thing. But I think I've come to kind of uh-huh. be more in love with just the process of being that tr- yeah be on that journey you know travel yeah. and have that that kind of experiences and expansions yeah yeah until one day you're like oh 
uh, I'm not really in love with the process. Yeah, could be. <laughs> There's could a new be. layer of being in yeah. love with the process. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yeah, but uh, it seems uh, it does seem like sort of a fun game, as sorts, mm. because the moment you have it figured out, you're actually sort of at the at the base level of a of a new figuring out. So, so mm-hmm. you you're always mm-hmm. like the the moment you're there, you, it's constantly moving. Like life is is never standing still. So, so you need to sort of be alive and out there and actually continuously moving. Because if you sort of say, "Oh, can, I made it. Let's just stop here," then then you're just going to go in circles in that position yeah. and not sort of evolve with. With with it's a process. I think it's it's a good word, um, and I uh, I think in terms of prayer, with, what I really liked about it was uh, the the thing that you do is that you say it out loud. Like because if when you know you're in your head, uh-huh. like I'm just like these thoughts, uh-huh. but when you're saying it out loud, you're all of a sudden like putting it in out into the world. It's Words sort of have more power when you're actually saying it out loud. Uh-huh. Like if you if you're in love with someone, and then you're thinking to yourself, oh, "I'm in love with this person." Oh, sure, it'd be great to 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 be together with this person. But you're you're never saying it out loud. You're just keeping it to yourself. Nothing happens. But if you walk over to that person and say, "I'm in love with you," you said it out loud, and you put things into motion and things start happening maybe bad things because she will say or he will say like fuck off you <laughs> we creep <laughs> i've never met you before or uh-huh. you know but but like just daring to say the things that you feel out loud or the things that you want typically not materialistic things but i don't think you should exclude them either because yeah. in a sense it's all part of the game and allowing it uh-huh. is or i think like initially it seems we tend to rejects everything from the fear that it's actually possible, right? Uh-huh. Like, uh, uh, you, you're just like, well, if that's true, then then that would be true, and you, you'd sort of start freaking out, right? So, yeah. so trying to get back to but the, to the like, the, the narrow path of, of uh, normal reality. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just speaking on my own behalf, mm-hmm. but, like, the moment you open up and the moment you, like, say out loud, like... I'm one with the universe, or you, you're like you start like exploring uh, your own consciousness. So it's it's where the life is. Yeah, uh-huh. so to speak. I don't know. I think also that one tip thing that is very common to do, and I've done it for sure, and still probably do it in just about things I don't realize, is that you you have this idea of you know like we are on this spiritual path. And you are you you travel the world the world to uh, get closer to yourself or find yourself or whatever, and becomes uh, it becomes kind of an intention and a mission to to work on yourself, and in that uh, kind of idea, there are certain rules about what is right and wrong to to allow yourself to come closer to yourself. And for me, it was a lot about this idea that. Uh, money and uh, materialistic stuff, they're going to distract me from that path. So I cannot allow them in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I was, all, I was constantly kind of, right. you know, in, in uh, 
I was constantly just rejecting things that could actually allow me to yeah. to move on the path of and actually have a kind of a lifestyle and have you know food on the table and have an apartment, have a car or whatever, like right. all these things. They I couldn't let them in because I was looking at it as something that was not helping me come closer to myself. You know? Right. That's uh, another part of uh, yeah. what I feel like has been happening. Mm. I've seen the the things that have been in the way a little yeah. clearer. Uh, yeah. Like a, a voice or a, a, some kind of monster. Or I don't know. That's <laughs> not, it's, it's me. <laughs> a monster yeah. uh, pen. Uh, and... Uh, it's this, uh, I think it's this rush, you know, this, uh, this um, kind of a craving of uh, wanting to, wanting things to go bad and, and, uh, and uh, you're getting something out of it. You're getting something out of the fact that things go wrong or that you're mm. not getting what you want because uh, you get to long for it. Uh, you get to long for something you don't have and you're, you're not going to have that when you're receiving the goods, you're not going to have that feeling anymore. And maybe it's going to feel a little bit awkward, like something is uh, lacking. Uh, I'm sure, like I can think back and I've been in, on a good uh, filming streak, for example. Like I, I, one time I did like eight days of uh, prank filming in a row. And, and for some reason I stopped that. Maybe because of uh, like, oh, things are really, this is really working. All right, cool, and uh, and there's some sabotaging thing that just wants to yeah. to not work, you know. But it's also an up another way of that can also be like there actually is an intelligence that oh that this is actually not necessary. Oh, the the uh, let's say with those eight days. Yeah, of like, okay, I've done eight days. I realize I don't actually need to do this. It doesn't really make sense on a deeper layer. Like yeah. this is not bringing me. F- forward to actually do the same thing again and again and again yes so exactly. it can also be like you know, a deeper intelligence in it but also i i um, uh-huh. i realize what you're saying but i just wanted to add another layer of i could probably come uh, up with a better example that yeah. was more <laughs> let's say i was uh being paid ten thousand dollars a day mm. for eight days yeah. uh, for for taking the dishes yeah and then for 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 some reason i i i developed an allergy against glass or something on the <laughs> eighth ninth day <laughs> yeah uh something along those lines mm. uh to, i don't know this i i and i also when i'm in discussions with people or uh when i get triggered i, I i'm more aware of this little place in me where i i'm just like more more you know more mm. uh, uh, yeah. uh, anger and uh, and uh, mm. and narcissistic fulfillment, you know. Uh, mm. uh, I was a little more aware of that. So as I'm more aware of that, things go a little bit easier. Yeah. And I don't need to think and analyze so much. I think a lot of the analyzing I ha- I have been doing has been uh, not really positively affecting mm. uh, the stuff I want to do. Yeah. So uh, it looks like uh, things get a little bit lighter because mm. uh, I have been worry worrying. I have had uh, like the social anxiety program uh, problem has uh, 
has not has not really been a problem for many years. Um, even though there are always social awkwardness available <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any day, right? Yeah. Uh, for anybody. Um, but seek and you shall find. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you will. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, but what I was going to say, uh, uh, so the social anxiety is not, not really something I, I think about or, you know, mm. um, how to how to get girls and stuff like that. I don't really think about that those things that much anymore, you know, how I can improve those aspects in my life. But uh, uh, I have still been worrying about things I need to do or have to do. And maybe especially after the, the spiritual breakthroughs or the, the, my observations about, you know. Yeah, just like waking absolute, up. Waking or less, up, yeah. uh, uh, you know, because uh, stuff you need to do, uh, you don't really need to do them anymore. <laughs> right? And then, uh, but if you don't need them, if you don't do them, you know, external stuff will happen as yeah. a reaction, right? And kind of piles up with things that uh-huh. you need to take care of uh-huh. at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it follows you. So, uh, and and and, but so I, I needed or I I wanted like as as a part of this abundance realization, mm. probably uh, um, fix these external aspects of my life. Uh, and uh, and then there are things you need to do. So there are things to worry about, and that's uh, that's a little shadowy, dark part yeah. in me that I have started exploring more, mm-hmm. and it's falling a little bit away yeah. uh, uh, for the past few weeks. I would love to say that everything is uh, going great because I feel like most <laughs> gurus <laughs> say, never talk like this. Yeah. Like, I'm struggling with this now, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I can't help it. But uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on now. It's, it's great. It's good, so, yeah. So everything is good then? It's about to be. It's about to become it's just really great. Uh-huh. <laughs> just on the ver- verge of, uh, of perfection. But I think th- yeah. that is also then not. I'm gonna get it. It's uh, <laughs> everything's going to be right. Right. It's a misunderstanding that we can, you know, uh, trap ourselves in when we are working with ourselves on these kind of things. That we should come to this place where we never analyze or never worry or never this or never that. You know. Uh-huh. But I don't really think that's true. It's, it's more like having actually a healthier relationship to the part of you that is really good at analyzing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, yeah, it, my experience has been that the more I have kind of, you know, throw out my own internal baggage, the less automation there is on this worry stuff, you know. Uh, uh-huh. I have to, I worry less, but the mechanism is still just as good at, at doing that kind of work if I if I don't have, um, I don't know, if I, the mechanism that that works on figuring stuff out, that I've trained that for years. So it's really like, it's a whole floor in my mind that just works on this figuring out stuff, you know, this mm-hmm. big, big server calculating everything. And I don't want to get rid of that, but I don't need to use it every day. Mm-hmm. So, so I have this picture in my head now that, uh, okay, 
I'm going to take part of this part of my mind because it's a really useful thing in my work or in any kind of thing I want to figure out. It's, it's cool to have a really supercomputer, you know? Uh-huh. But I don't need to identify myself with it every day in the sense that my point of attention don't need to be in that floor of my mind, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So then I've, what I'd rather do is that I, I choose, uh, choose kind of <clears throat> a direction or, or f- thinking about thoughts that actually bring me up, upward in, in vibration or in like in lightness in a sense. So if I catch myself worry, I start to switch to see what is actually positive about this uh, the situation or this experience or this whatever or this circumstances right now. And then I see that what has happened to me like just the past month is that I very often realize that when someone that used to trigger me about some problem or some kind of issue was presenting their trouble or their impossible situation, I usually went down with them. Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I see it too. Uh-huh. It's really bad. Uh-huh. But what happens now is that I don't go in the trap so much so I can stay in the same place where I want to be and see that that what what I rather can do is that to bring in some kind of higher vibration or higher thoughts about the situation instead of going down with them. And then it's just a question about time before they actually can't stay there anymore in the lower, in the cellar working on their problems. Because if mm-hmm. if I'm not reflecting back the problem, uh, they're not going to be able to feed me the problem either. So then the conversation just shifts into positive thing uh, about the same topic, but uh-huh. with solutions and and positive, you know. So when you stop mirroring, yeah, the problem yeah. sort of dies by. Yeah. So I, I just yeah. experienced in a completely different way now than before. Like mm. that's interesting. Uh, with mirroring, you mean? Oh yeah, it's bad. Like agreeing with the yeah the negativity. But you automatically like go on the same path talking about it as if it is a problem. Like, if you talk to me and tell me, oh, I have this really huge challenge, if I immediately go in the same place trying to figure it out for you, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually just mirroring and going, creating, recreating the same problem okay. instead of actually just not going go there and just allow, kind of create space for you to, to talk it out, but uh-huh. not going into the same kind of creation and and help you make it stronger you know because if i rather just stay up here um there's more space for you to also like let go of it let's try it okay okay Okay. i have a i have a a problem okay austin uh and we have had this conversation before but Mm. uh, my youtube channel is not doing that great um People are not really watching pranks anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit tired of filming pranks. At least I worry about filming pranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually fun when I do them, but uh, it's kind of this, uh, I kind of want to do something else, but I'm frustrated because uh, people are not really watching me. And what should I do? You know, I, I want to do something more, something I look forward to all the time and something that people like. Oh, man. Yeah, this sucks really much, man. Okay. <laughs> so what, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to, I want to, I want to do this. I want to do a podcast with video. Yeah. 
yeah, I want to do that. That's you something I can do for like 10 years. Yeah. I feel like that could be like a 10-year thing that could be really good in 10 years. And yeah. I would look forward to it. So you have like the choice to create your, the story in your head about how you cannot do it right now. Or you can choose what can I do to actually bring it, this into creation. Yeah. 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 And and now I feel like I agree with you. There's no yeah. problem uh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. In the past, I would probably look for like the resistance mechanism thing that I talked yeah. about earlier. Would probably be like, yes, but I wanna. And and, and well, the truth would be to, I'm uncomfortable just mm. with the thought yeah. of uh, planning to yeah, to exactly. change, and then. I would meet because some I, resistance there. You know? I see it as if you if you look at at as you uh, if you look at your path as a like a travel in consciousness in different floors or different you know levels. Um, you're gonna have like for every level you go into, you can um, you have infinite opportunities to explore that floor. You know, in sense of and that's totally okay. You can. Uh, work on a floor for years, 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 or lifetimes. Uh, because, like we have seen in many things, like the mechanisms of how everything is put together is always the same in the sense that, that uh, yeah, you can just zoom in, 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 in into everything and you can zoom out, 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 out. And the mechanism of how this reality is built is the same. So that means for every floor you can have, you can uh, explore for forever if you want to. That means you can you can always go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and deeper into the problem. Mm. Uh, but you could also let go of everything and just go to the next floor. So you have to kind of you have to go into it and explore until you see what's that until you get the experience you need to say, okay, I'm ready for next level. Mm-hmm. So you can always explore. Yeah, forever in into so that's why if I start agreeing with you with your problems, I can feed back and we can together recreate the problem, going deeper and deeper and finding more and more yeah, details yeah, yeah. in what's wrong with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's why it's so great to talk about problems because there are infinite problems you can find. You know. Yeah. Um. So and that's that's just a mechanism that that is working that way, and that's. That's perfect because that's it's doing what it meant to do. Uh-huh. Uh, help you go deeper into uh, the resistance to just take you as far as you need until you say, okay, I actually don't want this. I want this, a better solution. Yeah, yeah. It's so tempting to yeah. go into the problem and uh, uh, there's a time for it, right? Yeah, like yeah, in the, sure. uh, we We mentioned this to each other earlier. Uh, were on one part of the path, like mm. after, especially after the ayahuasca, uh, mm. you know, traumas opening up and, you know, yeah. meet your shit. Mm. And maybe you can be there for a little too long. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like uh, facing fears and going through uh, emotions. Yeah. Because I think it's uh, healthy, but you will always stay too long in what you identify yourself with in a sense like like also with the problem computer I was talking about problem solving computer if if that's your identity your mental mind figuring things out 
you're gonna feel at home there in a sense, so you don't get out of it. Mm-hmm. You s- you just try to use the computer to figure it out how to get out of the computer, but you can't use the computer to figure out how to get out of the computer. Mm-hmm. And that's also with when you, when you start the spiritual path and when you come from this painful place, you find this new because it, everything opens up and all your traumas is coming in your face like. And then you take on this mission of fixing it or like working on it. Mm-hmm. But then that's that's also going to outdate itself at some point to yeah. get you further. You can't have that same philosophy or idea about what the spiritual path is at uh, point uh, C than point A. You have to... And that's how it always is. Um, you find a new kind of map... And it works for you, but at some some point, uh, you're gonna figure out something that makes you need to shift to the next map. Otherwise, you can't get further. So you have. To, that's why you always have to let go of everything you you realize is true because it's not gonna be true tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes sucks. Yeah. So now we're <laughs> in this abundance. Uh, yeah. Like we're receiving abundance. Yeah. And then maybe there's a point when we're gonna uh, get too high. Mm. on or too sure about oh, it's all about abundance and allowing and receiving and yeah uh, until we're starting cults and and uh, things go really really bad yeah. no yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the cult points yeah, 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 yeah. some somewhere along the line that's uh, true pink monster and cult. But, but it's like it's funny how you, you like like we said earlier like you search and you shall find is that's that's true that is so true but if you realize what it actually is, it's just a tool. The sense that you, the world will always show you what you are asking for. So when you are at one path, one uh, place or a part of your journey, is is really healthy to, to start looking for, like in childhood, for instance, you start looking back at your traumas from childhood. Mm-hmm. And you get really aware of everything that was wrong in your life. Uh, and you, get, you start working on all these things. And you focus on what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you find so many things to fix. And you fix them and it gets better. But, but you are continuing to look for bad things. So you, you will just find bad things over and over and over again. Yeah. And also maybe sometimes recreate the same ones because you, the ones you had let go of kind of creates themselves again because you still focus in mind on this was bad. So... But it's, it's, it can be, uh, I think for most people, it's part of the journey. But uh, another part of the journey is like, uh, you can see what's, what was amazing about your childhood. Like, for uh-huh. me right now, I had this, actually just a few days ago, I had this like, because I started asking myself this question lately, that like, uh, how, much, how much joy can I actually have in my life? Like, and that's a powerful question. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of how can I fix something, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so what's ha- what started to happen is that I now these days I, I see suddenly like I, I get memories from my childhood that was really happy memories that I haven't seen for years because I have been focusing so much on, you know, fixing my life, taking care of my life. So now that's those kind of things start coming back to me and it's really like I realize, wow, I had an amazing childhood. Yeah, I had so much fun, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and also with with my stories has been so 
my story has been really powerful in the sense that I was this shy kid with social anxiety. Uh, I was I didn't really have any connections, and I was always like a little, you know, uh, a little back in who I was. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's 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 a story I've been running for my whole life. I thought, but then I realized, like when I was growing up, that wasn't the case at all. Like that's a story that has started, you know, reinforcing itself later. So uh-huh. in my childhood, we uh, like. I just remember that like, we had this, uh, you know, sandbox in the garden to build things, and and that was kind of the sandbox for the whole neighborhood. We, everyone was coming to our sandbox, and we were like social all the time, and we was running around uh, doing so many fun things. And I I wasn't shy in the sense that I didn't have friends or I didn't dare to do stuff or didn't this and that. Mm-hmm. So that's a story that has come to be so true later, and. And I've focused so much energy on how it everything was bad in in my uh, upbringing because of this thing. And now you can um, express your yeah. gratitude for your childhood and yeah, probably and your is, relationships with yeah. people involved in your childhood. Yeah, there was so many be much better, and you will heal. There was so many beautiful things. Way. So, uh-huh. and the more I focus on this, the beautiful things I find in my life, you know, the more I open up for those kind of things now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Uh um Yeah, this inner child. I've thought about that a lot. Um <laughs> child within. The child. Sweet child of man. <laughs> but yeah. I I guess like it's very I think what you're talking about is like super like interesting because typically you're looking for problems, right? And you're looking for how to solve these problems. Mm. And then you start solving the problems like uh, in your past. So it's like, okay, how can I fix mm. what happened in the past? Even though it's very apparent that for all intents and purposes, you are who you are fr- based on the past. So changing the past would then f- actually just di- disrupt your being in the now. Mm. So you shouldn't, like going back into time to to get your dad to meet your mother or whatever is the like plot of back to the future uh-huh. is actually not not your purpose because it what has happened has happened and that's made you who you are uh-huh. and yeah. accepting that and sort of using that as as something beautiful mm. uh, not as something bad yeah would give you well abundance or it would sort of sort of give you your life so yeah. much more uh, like forward motion because you're 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 all of a sudden more of in like a in the position to control your life, whereas you'd just be blaming sort of your life on everyone else and saying, well, you did this and that made me into that, uh-huh. and then this happened, and now I'm here, and so I'm the victim mm-hmm. of of this long line of horrible events that's made me into who I am, and that's all you other people's fault, mm. whereas. If you own it, uh-huh. yeah. you're the man. Uh-huh. And and all these ex- things that you talk about, good or bad, are like experiences that made you learn some things, made you grow. Mm. Good and bad things. Uh huh. Yeah. But if you start like denying it and blaming everyone else, you're simply not living your life. You're saying like this is not the life I should be living. This is this is the wrong life. 
Yeah. And it's the perfect life because how else would you realize that you are who you are if you didn't, all these things didn't happen to you. So everything is like, in my mind, it feels like everything is in divine order, right? Because everything is, is sort of turning out exactly how it should because at the perfect moment when you're ready, it sort of snaps into place and you're oh, shit, mm-hmm. this is it. But it never stops. It's like a roller coaster that never ends. So like at birth, you're like, okay, I'm going to go on this roller coaster again. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure." And then it starts like going upwards, like childhood. And it's like, this is fun. Mm. This is interesting. And then you tip the first like, uh, you know, the the edge over there. And you call it, oh, shit, this is is insane. (laughs) That's when it's fun in a roller coaster. But in life, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's like, oh, I want to get off. Uh Like, just let me off. Uh This is crazy. And then you sort of go down. And then you do this, like, the twirly thing. That's sort of fun, right? And then it comes comes a loop. And it's like, this is crazy. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Loop. But it just keeps on going, right? But if you're refusing to sort of accept that you're on a roller coaster, it's going to be quite a traumatic ride. You could be like, oh, shit. It's just, mm. It just keeps on going. You know, it comes, comes uh-huh. around and it just doesn't stop. It just goes another round and uh-huh. another round and another round. You go in circles and you, like, experience the same traumas over and over and again because you uh-huh. sort of refuse to realize that you are circling yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a roller coaster. Uh-huh. And, and it's uh, sometimes hard to to remember that it's a roller coaster it's when you're hard. in the when yeah. you're in the loop. When you're screaming, ah! <laughs> and also when you <laughs> in the loop. When you're like when you are in the loop, you try to apply all the concepts and ideas that you have taught or, or like to have learned that is is the way to get out of the loop. You know. Uh huh. So uh, when you are like you ha- have this self reflection and you realize you're looping. And you are trying every tool in the toolbox because you have learned all these important things. Like like one concept like the inner child, that is a great concept, you know. You can get a lot of things out of it. But if you apply it when you don't need to, that you if you're using it at the wrong time, you're just holding yourself in a loop, like uh because it's a great concept and the first time you tried it, you get some not got something out of it. Because you were looking back into this uh inner child thing then uh, later on you, you you think that oh I should I should use this now because it's really important and it's, it's a I need to fix the inner child you know because that's the, that's the that's the way out of the maze mm-hmm. and then you, then we get stuck in those kind of concepts and we actually just recreate the same loop again and again and again because we are applying something it just reinforces that there is something wrong, you know. So we don't that hold us from actually realizing what's we need what we need to realize to get out of the loop. You know? I, I think the, the ayahuasca really taught me to to think of because there are ways and techniques and mm. stuff you can apply in a trip. Yeah, you know. And uh, but if you see life as a whole big trip. Mm. Mm. Uh, which I think it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then Quite the, trip. I, the same <laughs> same uh, principles mm. uh, probably applies. So sometimes when I'm in a loop, yeah. a roller coaster loop in my life, mm. uh, I'm I can uh, remember. Uh, mm. It's it's actually possible. Just like in an ayahuasca yeah. trip. Yeah. I can 
Like it's it's easier now to yeah. to to know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I, and I also, that feels better. I also feel like uh, in ayahuasca, it's just like is is because it's the same mechanism. It's the same. We are in the same, still in the same place, you know, even even with or without that kind of supplements. So yeah, it makes so much sense that it's exactly the same tools, exactly the same same things. It's just that you have turned on the it, intensity is like with a thousand times, you know, like, because uh-huh. everything is so much more in an ayahuasca than in, in this we are doing right now. Mm. So uh, one making one f- pattern that I realized through ayahuasca is that uh, before it really before I really surrender to to start the journey um i always the, the the different times i've done it i i've always gone through this phase where i test every every truth in a sense and uh, i have this sense that the ayahuasca is talking to me and it says yeah it's true don't worry yeah 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 you, you figure it out you figure it out yeah good 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 uh, but but i realized when it's actually coming to the point where i need to surrender to to open uh-huh. Uh, I can't apply any of that because all those things I'm I'm coming up with is just to to uh, like my ego is protecting like uh, uh-huh. it need the yeah. need the the certainty that yeah I've got it you know I've, yeah. so I don't need to to face anything scary here because I've got all <laughs> this system and tools uh-huh. and understandings you know uh-huh. so it's, and, and it's really fun to hear that kind of the voice in my head that the ayahuasca plant. Uh, the way that is kind of teasing me, like yeah, yeah, you you got it. No, don't worry. <laughs> uh, and I know that's okay. Uh, I don't got it at all. <laughs> but but yeah, I think Ayahuasca has taught me a lot in that kind of just how to how to surrender. But in the end, you know, surrendering is nothing. And that's when it works. When it when mm-hmm. you actually don't do anything, you know. So that's the paradox. I was in Brazil. I was sick. Uh, mm. Like a lot of things bottled up at once. Uh, when I was in Rio de Janeiro, uh, I went there by myself, and there were some situations, mm. uh, life situations coming up at once. Uh, also, add that I was very far from home, uh, mm. uh, so I I, um, I got sick. I got I got like stressed, but also sick mm. uh, for a day or two and and that day that I was the sickest I had just uh, I was trying to escape so many times here in my mind uh, wishing for something better wishing it for uh, complaining you know the drill you know and uh, I don't know it was uh, just one point where it was maybe I'm not gonna escape this time if I don't Mm -hmm. escape this time Maybe that will be okay, mm. and uh, and then that really taught me this new yeah. thickness of mm. surrendering, wow. and uh, I also applied it uh, in in some fasting too. I did mm. a three day fast, mm. it's harder than I thought, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a food lover. Uh, and yes, yeah, surrendering. Just being on the, being in the, feeling what you're actually feeling. Mm. I think a lot of anger and annoyance and frustration is not, just not mm. feeling the, the, the tip. The, yeah. and, and when you get, 
because above the tip is anger and resistance mm. and denial and ignorance and all and and a war mm. kind of and then but underneath that that's probably there's probably some kind of sadness just sadness yeah. you know it's not that bad it's actually kind of nice yeah uh so uh, that that's uh, this talk here reminded mm. me a little bit about mm. that episode uh there's been there's been uh, in Brazil and also afterwards, there's been these one week on that concept and two weeks on this concept. Yeah. So it was like surrendering and then went to John of God and then it was all about uh, putting away like faith, mm. having faith in something else taking over and not you. Uh, and uh, when I got home, it was this uh, ad being addicted to negativity that uh, that black hole that wants to more and more resistance. Mm. And then it was uh, allowance again. Allow, uh, uh, probably around that time I was talking to you, Austin. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting to see how, how, mm. how the, how everything, the, the spiritual journey is being uh, uh, categorized differently. Yeah. With different names and focuses. Mm. Uh, it's beautiful. I like the word uh, uh, faith. Yeah. And I think, uh, like we talked earlier about prayer, and and I, I remember this used to really bug me way, way back in my uh, ego days. I'm still uh, my ego, but uh, when I didn't think I had a soul or anything. I, I love like, the back egoic the, way of back saying, in the back days, in my ego days. Back in my ego days. <laughs> um, it used to sort of... Uh, um, uh, f like frown upon or just like look down on people who s s had faith. Like proof, come on, give me proof and uh, I'll believe. Uh, if you show show me the money, right? Don't don't just talk about stuff, but like show me the physical proof, and I'm in. And and uh, but like when when it all shifted, right? And you sort of see that well that the, the physical evidence is just nothing compared to to what else is out there um you start realizing that like faith is such a more it's such a powerful thing but what's funny about it is it you can't synthesize it into something physical so mm. you're sort of stuck with well when you pray you're sort of asking for something from something from somewhere that you don't can't you can't put it into you can't draw it on a piece of paper or you can't write it down or you can't build it it's it's something else outside of this reality mm -hmm. that you're sort of dipping into or like voicing out so this prayer is sort of is going there it's not going to 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 sort of like like to something physical on this planet on in this place it's going like outside of that and I, I think when you talked about like what, when you're actually like praying, praying, pray, praying on the prairie, um, that you're actually when you're actually t like voicing it to like what some people would call God, that's when you're communicating sort of out outside of this realm into sort of where faith lives, which is outside of that, and that's when you need the amen at the end to sort of like push the thing out yeah. in yeah. in into motion and and i think uh -huh. faith uh is such like it's such a super duper word <laughs> but 
because it's so it it used to annoy annoy me so much. It's faith, like I watched, uh, you know, like Lost. Mm. You remember the show? Yeah. So it's um, you know, like John Locke, the guy in the wheelchair, uh, is like one side of the story, and then the guy who is burying his dad. I don't remember yeah. his name. Uh, um, the guy from Party of Five. Um, uh, don't, what, what's his name? Yeah, well, the guy who is sort of like the man of um, uh, of science, the man of... Uh, is it the doctor? The doctor, yes. Is it Jack or something? Jack. Jack. I don't remember. Or is that the... Oh, that's not important. Let's yeah. not get too <laughs> wild up no. about Lost. I, I just know the fat guy in Lost. Yeah, the fat guy, Huey. That's uh, a good kid. I've just heard about him. There's yeah. a fat guy. But so in in Lost, there's there's always this uh, polarity between the guy who is like, well, prove it, and the guy who was in a wheelchair before the the, the thing happened, and how he can walk. So how so for John Locke, which I think is his name, well, faith is is it? Why would you not have faith? Because I used to not be able to walk, and now I can walk. Yeah. Uh, whereas the other guy is like, well, that this doesn't prove anything. We need solid evidence, and mm. and the whole show is sort of like uh, drifting in between these two yeah. two sides. Uh-huh. Uh Which I remember, as I recall, back in my ego days, back in my ego days, uh, I was really like, well, I need a natural explanation for why John Locke all of a sudden can walk. Uh-huh. Give me. I can give you one. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spoiler alert! Now, have you seen the Matrix? Yes, I've seen the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, actually, because I just I just come with this uh, metaphor that we maybe can use. It's like you know the white room where you load everything. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. you send it into the simulator, uh, when you pray or have faith, you actually you actually load stuff in the white room. You know, make it ready to appear in the simulator yeah but you need to press amen before you can actually load it <laughs> so you need uh, to remember uh, to press the amen button <laughs> the amen button is is when you actually put what you have uh created in the the white room the loading room yeah, yeah. it's ready and you just press amen really Plus, in matrix yeah but uh, have you seen the matrix uh, it's been a while. Yeah, but just, I'm, I'm just but talking about it. the metaphors. They they are not pressing amen in the, in no. the Matrix. Okay, there is no amen yeah, button in the Matrix. Be. It could so, be like amen. Yeah. So when you're actually praying for like f- from your inner being or higher being or whatever, like you you actually are having an honest, humble pray, you have this. Then is what's actually happening is that that um, comes from how to say that like. The difference between when you are in in an ego prey, so to speak, or an uh, or a heart prey, just to separate them, is mm-hmm. that um, when you are in the ego prey, you compare um, the white room and the simulator, and everything you put into the simulator has this value judgment that this is much better than this, so it should come forth. But then the aim and button doesn't work, you know. Because you cannot put it because of something, in the sense that, uh. Uh, because then then it comes from your value judgment, a justification of some sort that it has to be because you are seeing it this way. But when it comes from an honest or humble place, then what you load in the white room uh, is 
is kind of not attached to anything. It's just it brings life to the next, you know, next level, so to speak. It brings your your existence. It supports or it is in harmony with your expansion of who you are, not uh, a compensatory mechanism of who you don't dare to be. You know, if that makes sense. Uh, the last part again, like. When it comes from the, the so-called right place, uh, uh, then it's it's actually you yeah, keeping yeah. up with who you are in the sense that you have expanded uh-huh. and you want this thing to to kind of meet your expansion, in so to speak. Right. Um, it, so you're coming from a place that is actually natural or uh-huh. because it's your your kind of next version of yourself. Uh-huh. But if you if it comes from the ego, it comes from this place of of um, this compensatory place that you need this in order not to allow your expansion to happen because you don't expansion is scary because you don't know what that is you know in a sense yeah, mm. yeah. I was uh, just uh, like to try to put it into sort of like a um, as an example so if I was like oh, I, I want I want a new car mm. because that would sort of make me happy I'm actually just asking to reaffirm my ego which is sort of like more things would make me happy yeah. Whereas if, and I say amen to that and push the amen button and I should be all in the clear, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just sort of building on the false self. Mm-hmm. Now, whereas if I'm praying to actually be um, more or less like surrender to the idea that I want a car and to be sort of relieved of that mm-hmm. because that's not really what I want mm-hmm. and then press amen to that, there is actually... I'm actually building on to something that's more real, mm. which is that wanting a car is not real. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just mm. building on the illusion that you are someone who needs a car to yeah. be happy. Yeah. Whereas praying to to actually sort of surpass that or sort of mm. grow beyond that, yeah, is so, is will give the amen button a bit more, like. Mm. Would push push you into something like uh, yeah, something yeah, better. Yeah. I don't know. Or or pe- or, or yeah, if you have a f- family, uh, oh, it will be it means so much for me as a my family, and you know, I really, I mean, thank you for everything you've done for me. Um, you know, I I really need a car, and I've, I've worked so much now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, anyway. If you, if it's your will to give me a card, uh, uh, I'm in, I'm here. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't I I feel <laughs> like a little bit overdramatic, but uh, I I feel like when I have I have been in that state of mind when I've been what do you call that? Ne- needing yeah. something uh, really bad, but in in a surrendering kind of way, mm-hmm. like uh, like on the floor praying for something. Yeah, you know. And like let go at the same time, I can't really remember any time I've been let down. Yeah, you know, I mm. uh, and I don't know if uh, I got the thing every time, but at least uh, I but can't it, remember getting let di- down. Yeah, yeah, but I guess what well, what does getting the yeah. thing mean? Yeah, like that's that's also a question. But also interesting because yeah. you haven't been let down, but so like because what you you got what you needed. Mm-hmm. But it didn't always look like what you 
yeah sort of objectified it as to be yeah like i need a car to get from place a to b as it turns out you got from place a to b not by car but through some other random event uh -huh. i don't know it's it just um i guess it's it's sort of like because i totally agree with you that when i'm like not, I, I wouldn't say i'm a prayer uh, like praying a lot in the prairie. Praying on the prayer. That's why we pray. To, to pray it, just to make it. Uh, just would come to my I'm mind uh, when you talk the one the what you just said about that place where you come from. Then that needs that you from surrender or yeah. Like it was kind of, kind of yeah. I was kind of mm -hmm. seeing two parts of that. Yeah, like, me too. Like there is a, this need um, that I'm not enough if I don't get this. Uh -huh. uh, and there was also this surrendering part you talked about. Yeah, but there was also another layer that was kind of there is this thing outside that if I'm good enough, if I surrender enough, then he or she or this might give me it. You know, uh -huh. uh, which I think is kind of not so powerful because then is someone else has to accept you in order for you to get it. You know. Mm -hmm. So, I think it will be more powerful to come from that place where it's actually there's actually no one ever stopping you for having everything you want. You know, it's only your self allowance of of being in the serving of it. You know? Yeah, uh, a better example would probably be uh, if you have uh, um, like you you have a lot of debt or something. Yeah. And there's uh like every one is eating you from every angle. Yeah. And you're like get to a point where you're shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and there's even a hole after that and you even slip through that hole and you're mm. <laughs> like uh totally you you like nature will surrender you and uh mm. you're probably going to be caught in a like being on the floor just with your hands folded together and yeah, yeah. amen you know <laughs> yeah but and, that's, uh, that's my that's my exact, exact point that in that moment uh, is when you come from stopping it to change that you actually surrender you know like so when you come from please 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 uh, allow if if uh, it's okay I want this you know uh, then then it, it will not change until the point the breaking point which is that you stop uh, trying to justify anything, you know, like uh, yeah, standing in the way of it, in a way, like yeah, because neediness is just yourself staying in the way of allowing yourself to be who you are. Yeah. So, um, like in in that, uh, yeah, there can be both ways. But I think what I would do in a situation like that yeah. is uh, is just uh, my ego would not be there. Mm. Uh, cause I'm done, you know, yeah. and uh, and there will be. I think I would go to like a surrendered place where, uh, I think it would get solved in some way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I I don't really see myself getting in a different state where I would, uh, if I understand you right, mm. feel like I would need to deserve something. Yeah. Or uh, be fulfilled in some way or please another person. Yeah. If I understood 
you yeah, correctly. Yeah, but I'm not talking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. like I think I said analyzation. <laughs> yeah, like my <laughs> point is just like this: this mechanism when it's when you're creating the mechanism that there is something outside of yourself that that has to accept it. Like, um, my point was just that that's that thing out of outside of yourself doesn't exist. You know, yeah. in the sense that that's you. So a surrendering is is a surrendering to just who you are in a sense. Yeah. And then and then you naturally allow a recreation of something better, you know, because then you stop creating that thing that you haven't surrendered. Yeah. So that's why you can't ask for it to go away uh without actually surrender it. But I, I don't know, I, I think we just talked uh, you know yeah, um, uh, maybe now we got so deep that we just have different would, words. For yeah, it. and, and yeah. it's uh, it's, fine. it's a paradox. And then I surrender. We, I surrender. We, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. I was gonna. Uh, we talked about like um, computers. It was just. It came to my mind that you know you're 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 sort of sitting in front of the computer and and working on the computer and and then the computer ma- malfunctions hmm. and and then you get sort of upset, but then you realize I'm not a computer. So it's it's not that big of a problem, mm. but you, if you identify with the computer, that's going to be quite like upsetting, and mm. and in a sense, it feels like that's how we tend to treat our mind, as as you talked about uh, earlier, when we we think like the mind is a tool, yeah. so it's like a hammer, or a, a, a car, or like some object uh-huh. that can help us to achieve certain things, but we're not the hammer. We're just using the hammer to to. I'm not nails. the hammer. You're not the hammer, MC Hammer. Ah, and you're like uh, and and your mind. Um, well, you are a hammer. I'm not uh, the hammer. Come yeah, on. I'm still the hammer. You're right? still the hammer. Oh, okay, okay. You're the computer, <laughs> and I'm the uh, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. what, what was what, what I was going to say was just. I I do tend to identify with being the computer, uh, yeah. like oh so, oh so so the computer is sort of having having issues because uh, it's uh, running too many applications at one time and it's sort of <laughs> malfunctioning a bit or it's uh, yeah. like cross checking some files. Or now I see you as a computer. You see me as like a beep, 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 beep. monitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you upgrade to a new version, and it actually uses more resources. And yeah, and just. But the moment, uh, the, or the, the precious moments in my life when I realize, oh, I'm not the computer. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it seems to be a, a whole lot of more space, and and it seems like a computer is more like a toy. Yeah. Than it's uh, yeah. something vital that that if it breaks. I'm screwed. You're screwed. I'm screwed. It's just the computer, man. Yeah. You can go yeah. to like any store and get a new one. Yeah. That's that's not the morale <laughs> of the story at all. <laughs> can so, I get a new hammer? <laughs> or get a hammer, destroy the computer, break it. That's, that's gonna. Hey, that's great. That's that's gonna work. Uh-huh. 
Uh, yeah. I, I heard uh, this um, uh, great interview with the Matuplas, Mark Tuplas. Is that a spiritual dude? Or no, it's a, it's a, or he's a spiritual dude, but he's, uh, he's, uh, there's two brothers, Jay and Mark Tuplas. They make uh, movies and TV mm. shows and uh, the Wild Wild Country, which we talked about, uh, they produce that, or Togetherness. He's a great guy, but he was uh, on uh, Pete Holmes' podcast. And then he talked about something that I thought was like really great in mm. uh, in, in relation to your uh, sickness story. He mm. told like he will occasionally get like um, like a, a pain in his shoulder, and then he sort of realized that he will sort of uh, personify this this pain in his shoulder, and he, and he told the story sort of like this where so someone come, comes knocking at the door. It's the pain in his shoulder guy, mm. and he's he's not going to open that because he don't want pain in his shoulder. Uh, and then he sort of like um, keeps the door locked and then a couple of days goes by and the, the the shoulder guy is knocking even harder. And he's like, no, no, I'm not mm -hmm. going to let him in because it's going to hurt my shoulder. And I want to continue doing the things that I'm doing right now. I'm not going to stop doing those things because that's mm -hmm. fun. And if the shoulder guy comes, I have to stop doing those things and that's going to be horrible. Uh, but then a couple of yeah. days later, shoulder guy just smashes down the door, comes in, sits on top of you and you can't do anything. You're like, why, why do you keep doing this to me, shoulder guy? He's like, well, if you just open the door, <laughs> I sort of knocked the first time. I'm here to tell you that you sort of need to, 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 to back off a bit and to relax a bit because that's my function. I'm here to sort of tell you to, to, to chill. Uh, okay. that's, that's, that's why I'm here. I'm your friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not your enemy. Yeah. Like shoulder guy is to tell you that if you keep on doing what you're doing right now, that's going to sort of destroy you in way worse ways than what shoulder guy is doing which is actually just trying to to sort of prevent you so like sickness is a way of or like back pain is a way of saying well ease off a bit mm -hmm. which i thought was like really good and it was like i'm probably butchering this story altogether but you can listen to the podcast i think it's the pete holmes uh, you made it weird listen to that yeah what is the name of the guest uh mark duplass uh, and he also said like so shoulder guy is also there to keep cancer guy further away oh <laughs> because if you okay. ignore shoulder guy if you just keep sort of pushing right your life in this direction that it's not serving you and even shoulder guy is not stopping you then cancer guy is going to come along after a while but did this guy have mm. cancer or no 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 no, no but, cancer but he could develop cancer no anyone if... can develop cancer this is a metaphor it's not a true story yeah. Even yeah. though he had yeah. Uh, yeah. shoulder issues, I guess. Okay, good. Um, mm. But we sort of, when we live our lives, right, we, when we do something and it's not sustainable, we sort of want to keep on doing that. And then our body, like f for me, I guess it's like typically it would be like depression or like um, if I work too much and I sort of push myself too much, I'll sort of go into sort of like a state where I just need to to, to, to be alone and, 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 and sort of... Yeah. And, but... I will always sort of refuse to open the door to Mr. Depression because when he comes along, things start to suck, right? So, so I want to just like say, no, 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 go away, go away. I'm, I'm, uh -huh. I don't want any part of that uh -huh. or anxiety uh -huh. or, or... But I'm in an allowance state, man. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't want the depression about. guy to come <laughs> in and now. An allowance state is uh -huh. just saying, hey, depression guy, come Oh, yeah, that's true. that's true. And then depression <laughs> guy is like, oh, cool. I'm misunderstanding what allowance is. Yeah. But I'm in this abundance mindset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, um, I'm, I'm just saying that, well, like allowing is is like 
gives way more than and than rejecting when it comes to mm. like yourself and 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 mm. what you think of as neg yeah. negative. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. letting the negative negative stuff in, and then uh, shine a light on it. Like your shadow stuff will sort of make it. Uh, a yeah. much lighter yeah. experience than mm. keeping it in the dark outside the door, banging like crazy. Yeah. Come on, stay yeah. away, stay away, don't come in. We're playing cards. Don't uh -huh. disrupt the but harmony. Then he's going to just knock harder. He's going to knock break harder. Through the and door. break the yeah. door. That's going to be so like kind of a um, question about <laughs> allowance. Like now, uh -huh. we are finding ourselves in this conversation. So we need to make a, we need to make a decision of allowance if, because there is one option there is the allowance of uh, letting the conversation continue or there's the allowance of letting our next guests uh, enter the room oh. because they are actually <laughs> here booked for our next ah, podcast okay. episode let the so, van uh, life but it's a begin. Serious, serious question serious question in a sense because that's that's one of the thing you know that, that you can find yourself in on that allowance um, project that should you allow everything to, you know, unfold, 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 unfold? Uh, or when do you take control of the situation? Like, like this, uh, like a conversation is a good, you know, example. Yeah. yeah. Because either you just, you lose everything, like in, you lose every kind of system you had, just allow life to happen. Uh, or you take control of life with what you want. Because with decision making and I think on the path I think actually I found my own answer now uh, because on the path you f you find uh, at one stage it's important to allow everything to life to unfold and it, everything should be as it is but then you're actually not part of it you just allow it to yeah, you know happen you have no intention in the outside. you have just there is no kind of there is no one steering the boat you know because uh, the one steering the boat is so f obsessed with, oh, it's the sea should decide. Because I'm just a spiritual wise person, that, so I shouldn't have a say. Because it's my ego speaking. Mm, yeah. Back in my yeah. ego days. Back in so I think that's really interesting. Days. We need um, to make a music video. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a, lots of girls. It's going to be like a hit record, lots actually, back in my ego days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have like some cool rapper coming in, you know, in like the, um, the midsection there, uh -huh. doing like some. Yeah. What if it becomes a rhymes? hit and your ego actually? I'm hoping it's gonna be Chucky actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you totally? Because you know a guy who sort of. Yeah. And you emailed him yesterday, so it's not uh, gonna be like surprise when you and, and you say like it's oomph. <laughs> he wants to do like a video and wants Chucky to come in oomph. and and. <laughs> I also have like, like an insect because I really need to go to the bathroom and yeah. and then it just seems sensible to I love to that you're saying so, bathroom um, sorry the, the, the toilets ask the question the restroom you, completely fine uh, the restroom. you get the honor to ask the question um, how, how much abundance can an abundant get when an abundant can't chuck wood you know the phrase I know the phrase uh, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I think that's up to the abundance itself. Yeah, I think that's where uh, problems in uh, quote-unquote uh, start. Uh, like, what if the spiritual path could be so much simpler, more simple? Like, allow abundance 
okay? And everything negative that happens after that is just your resistance to the abundance. Yeah. And and see it like that instead of like beating every trauma to death and analyze every problem to death. That was great. But you can still analyze it with that. Yeah, (laughs) with like a tunnel. So the answer then is... What's the name of the podcast in English? Uh, it doesn't know the name of the podcast in English. Eternity. No. Oh. You you didn't in, call it Eternity. Infinity. Fin- Yay! Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I just, it's a synonym. Perfectly, but, perfectly. Uh, All right. I'm just going to call my podcast abundantly no Friends. just that the space between space the space just between. space the space in between five spaces we actually had a name for your just podcast just five spaces what? When, when we were in uh, California last time you had a name for your podcast cast of the pod right? no no you're <laughs> Fred uh, Fred Fred Ossifer Fred Ossifer yeah. 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 yeah I like that they called me f- the Fred Ossifer <laughs> and in, uh, I went to a school <laughs> where <are they? laughs> alright thanks for uh, having me on guys this is it like an outro I get, thank you Fred uh, is that normal <laughs> thank you Fred know, we might cut it before uh, this we don't know we should, we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll see. see man I look forward to see I think there should be like eight clips of this in like a three-minute video. I look forward to that. I yeah, really I think, look forward uh, to seeing that. I think it's a good idea. 